Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. You What's just, up, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, you just got uh, through the intro. If you're joining us for the first time, that summed up some of it. I'm, I'm Brett. <laughs> I'm Ben. And uh, we just had a Friendsgiving for our young adults ministry at church. Yeah, we did. And it popped off. We had a bunch of people there. It was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I'm literally full to the brim right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, can't. I ate so much food. And it yeah. was all dank. This was like one of the oh. first times we've done like a potluck style thing where I literally took a piece of every Yeah, I did food. too. Like every single food. Every single food that was on the table. I put like a good yeah. amount on my plate. And then hammed it down the hatch. Yeah, and it was all bomb. It was yeah. super good. So everybody that came, if you're listening to this, you guys killed it. It was awesome. It was a great time. But my allergies started going crazy because it's been like windy and stormy here. So I think everything's super like windy. kicking up and then... The temperature dropped 20 degrees in two days. And then I probably have some sort of food allergy, but I don't know what it is. So and I don't really feel like going to the doctor and getting that test where they poke me in the back 100 billion times. and then To figure out what it is. Yeah, no, I'm so good. I'll just live with it, I guess. Until I... Seem like they've cleared up a little bit since you took your good old Claritin. Yo, I took a Claritin and a Benadryl, so I'm like... Yeah, you're feeling it, Mr. Krabs. I'm living on borrowed time right now. Yeah, uh, let's check out. <laughs> so, uh, hey, we're going to do this podcast. It's going to be awesome. We're excited about it. Uh, we have day three of uh, the Nothing Else reading plan. Yep. And uh, so that, because this Benadryl probably going to kick in pretty soon. Yeah, gonna, we don't want him to fall asleep mid-potty. Yeah, we're going to get right into it. So, um, so yeah, the devotional says uh, day three, without agenda. And, that, and uh, Cody basically talks about as a father, he loves his children, you know, spend all this time with them. And then he said, nothing blesses my heart more than when they want to crawl up in my lap and just sit with me with no agenda. So he's talking about how we can apply this to our relationship with God is God wants to bless us and he will always. But mm-hmm. um, what if we went and just sat in Jesus's lap without like any agenda and not wanting him to bless us. And even though he will like, but not expecting him to and not, you know, just going and loving on him with no, with no agenda, you know? And, uh, he says, you know, if my posture is focused on the blessings, I've got it all wrong. I won't be spending time with God because of who he is, but of what he can do for me. Mm -hmm. So it's like this aspect of like viewing God as a person rather than like an ATM machine, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so if we, if we set our eyes on Jesus and, and, and fully know who he is, like the blessings are awesome and all that kind of stuff is good. But, um, just kind of the, the way we approach him should be without an agenda. So, uh, Philippians four verse six is the verse that they talk about. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And so I think that last line is the, the, the kicker, but I think it's a good verse overall. Don't worry yeah. about anything. I think it's really good for today. Instead, Especially. pray about everything, you know, and and uh, 
so giving everything up to God and asking for his will and all things and then tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. And so it's just reflecting on all the things that God has done in our life. And so when we go to him, we don't need to go like with this agenda of like, hey, like I really need you to pull through here. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, God, you know, I just I love you. I thank you. Like you're you're the best, you know, like, yeah, everything you've done is so good for me. And so, uh, yeah, it's just pretty sweet. So. Uh, that's that. I think Ben has a question or two or I do. something like that. And then we will get into our draft, which is going to be fun. Hopefully this uh, episode's a little bit shorter just for a change of pace. But You'd love to hear that. Yeah, no big deal. All, All right. right. So my question for you would be, how does going to God with our agenda sometimes hinder the blessings that we receive? Yeah, I think... Uh, A blessing doesn't necessarily feel like a blessing if it's not what you wanted. Mm. Um, That's good. Or if you wanted something else. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. So it's like a good example is like the kid at Christmas who mm. really, really, really wanted a... Oh, actually, I'll just use my own story. So there's this one Christmas, and <laughs> I, feel, I feel super bad about it now. Um, I feel kind of like a jerk, but... I was like in like maybe seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted a Ladanian Tomlinson jersey. Like okay. really, really bad. Yeah. Like that's all I wanted. I wanted a Ladanian Tomlinson jersey. This was like the year that's after he all. had 31 touchdowns or something, broke the NFL record. Yeah. And he was the NFL MVP. And I was a diehard Seahawks fan. So it was weird that I really wanted this. This jersey. Chargers player's jersey. But, and Sean Alexander had, on the Seahawks, he had gotten MVP the year before, but I already had a Sean Alexander jersey. And so um, my parents, uh, I guess, had a really hard time finding a LaDainian Thomason jersey that they could buy for me. And so they bought me another Sean Alexander jersey. Mm-hmm. And when I opened it up, I heard it, and I was like, oh, this is a, this jersey. Is a jersey. And I opened it up, and it was Sean Alexander. Yeah. And... I was like pissed. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, and I like put it on. I was like, oh, thank you. You know, like, oh, thanks. You know, like, yeah, yeah. kind of being a jerk about it. And mm-hmm. like, I was trying my hardest not to like do that, but I was like really disappointed. And like three gifts later, my grandparents got me the LaDanny and Thomason jersey, and then I was all excited. Yeah. But then I felt bad because I'd like, my parents saw the difference of like the gift they got me yeah. versus the gift my grandparents got me. And uh, so it felt kind of bad, but. Not to say that the Sean Alexander jerseys that they bought me wasn't a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like it was. It totally was. But yeah. because I had my eyes set on something else, it felt like a curse in the moment. Like That's it good. felt like it felt like the exact opposite of what I wanted. It hurt. Like it like it was painful. Like I was like, this is not what I wanted. I thought it was gonna be this and it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so sometimes we turn the blessings of the father into a curse, um, like for ourselves because we had our hearts set on something that was totally against his will. And so then when his will comes to pass, even if it is a blessing to us, if we were expecting something completely different, then it, then it like, it hurts and it pains us and it feels like it's, it like it's, it's not what we want and like God's not there for us. And, and, uh, so that would be my example of like, if we go, I think it's better. That's why it's better to go into it with no 
expectations. It's yeah. like the difference between Christmas as a kid and Christmas as an adult. Christmas mm-hmm. as a kid, you know what you want. Yeah. Christmas as an adult, as you get older, you're like, man, I'm just blessed to get some gifts. Like yeah. you, the things you, it gets kind of put in perspective. Like, you know, I'm just trying to pay rent, you know, I'm just trying to like, mm-hmm. you know, shoot me a few bucks. That's literally, yeah. that would be the biggest help. That's why I tell everybody, man, like, yeah. what do you want for Christmas? Uh, gift cards and money. Like just send it yeah. like, for real. I'm like, yeah, I want to buy a truck, you know, Yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever it is. And so, uh, so then, but you know, somebody buys me a cool flannel or like a, a nice hoodie or or, you know, whatever it might be. And, and if I'm going into it with zero expectation, mm-hmm. everything's awesome. Thank you. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, Thank you sure. so much, you know. But if I went into it with one thing and then I don't get that one thing, then I'm ungrateful. And yeah. Even though I was blessed abundantly with everything else. And that's how it is with God sometimes. It's like we we think about that one thing. God, if you would just do this for me. And he goes, yeah. well, I did 10 things just now. And because I didn't do that one thing, you're mad you're at still me. mad? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's good. That's kind of what happens when we i feel like when we don't go into it with like a clean slate oh that's good i love that sweet is that it yeah that's all i have for you cool um let's go yeah no i think it's really good man i think it's good because you you got to walk into like situations with jesus man with no expectations yeah i really like your example of like a a gift but also think of it as someone who say they needed a car. They needed transportation somehow. Yes. And somebody buys them a year valid bus ticket. I, some people may take uh, accept the blessing, but some people will be pissed. Like, yeah. bro, I needed a car. Yeah. But like you were saying, you just kind of negate the blessing you just got because it wasn't what you were looking for. Or just not the car you wanted. Like, imagine like... No, for sure. Sh- yeah. You know, Dude, some- I want this sick truck and you get a yeah, yeah. 92 so, Camry. And you're like, oh. Well, that's the thing right now. Okay, so look, I'm, I'm, you know, my car's not in bad shape. I could drive it for probably another five, six years and you'd be fine. Yeah. But I really want a truck because. He's just a truck guy. Yeah, one day when Danielle and I start having kids and, <clears throat> you know, having a family thing, the truck's nice for youth group. It's nice. Right now I'm driving this, like, if you don't know. Stanced golf. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know me, I drive this, like, lowered golf that, like, has all these kid mods pretty to sweet, it. It's pretty sweet, though. And it's pretty fun, but. Um, but it's just not really practical long term. So I'm looking for a truck, all this kind of stuff. But like, like let's say let's say my car broke down and mm-hmm. I really really wanted a truck. And then someone from the church was like, "Hey, I got this '92 Corolla that yeah, yeah. has a hundred thousand miles on it. I'd love to give it to you." It's like if I was, that's kind of where it's at right there. If I was really mm-hmm. really dead set on getting this truck, I'm like, oh, I don't really want a freaking Corolla, you know? Yeah. Instead of being like, "Wow, that's a huge blessing. You're just giving that to me," you know? Mm-hmm. Like. Wow, thank you so much. Like that's gonna buy me at least some time, you know. Or to figure this out. The yeah. gas mileage is great, you know. But you you look at those things. It's yeah, it's a very similar thing. It's like, it's like, and it could be in anything. Mm-hmm. You're wanting God to bless you financially, you know. Mm-hmm. But maybe three people in your family got saved this year, and you don't really care <laughs> because God hasn't blessed you financially. Yeah. And he's like, but look, like, there's, look what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. There's three people in your family that eternity is like set. Like they're good. They're, you know, and all you're thinking about is like getting that Ford Raptor you want or like buying that new house that you like or. Yeah. And so it's all just like perspective. That's where we have to get that idea. Like I'm not here for blessings. Yeah. That's one of the lyrics. I think this week's talking about is I'm not here for blessing. Yeah. yeah Jesus. From that song. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. Yeah. You know, that's what the lyrics of the song say. Yeah. 
I'm not here for blessings. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. That that line wrecks me every single time. Yeah, it's powerful. Because it's like, man, if I can walk into the room not expecting anything, everything he gives me is great. For sure. It's like, I always say this. It's like if Jesus did nothing but die on the cross for me, that's way more than enough. You know? Yeah. And uh, so it's just all good stuff. And it's just good perspective for us to walk into like the atmosphere with Jesus and just be like, you know, do whatever you want to do. I'm not like expect great things, but don't expect specific things. That does check out. And also that's like, I want to clarify in some instances you can declare healing and you can declare like different things in the name of Jesus and expect specific things. But I'm, I'm, I'm more so talking about, um, just like blessings in your life and things like that. And you can believe for breakthrough in different areas of your life, but don't be so clouded by the Christmas list that you don't understand what God is doing in your life. If that makes sense. So there, I think there's a time and place for all of it, but anywho, yo, um, what the Dr. Pepper? Oh yeah. The big diesel gave me that. (laughs) She said, take that home. I said, say less. Cool. Hey, I think this is a good discussion. Let us know what you think. Um, hit us up in the DMS at echo youth SEC or, um, on our personal accounts and and we'll talk about some stuff, questions, ideas. Yeah, so I think it's good. Okay, we're doing a draft today. It should be really fun. Um, we're kind of... Uh, last week we talked about worst places to walk barefoot. Yep. And that one is pretty fun. And so this week we're kind of going off of a theme that we've been talking about in the church the last few days. Mm-hmm. Especially with uh, if you're listening in the future or <laughs> if you're listening right now. Um, this last week was... Uh, the elections uh, between uh, Joe Biden and Donald J. Trump and the others that ran against them as well. My boy Kanye. Kanye and Joe Jorgensen. Joe Jorgensen. Mama Joe. And some independents. And uh, anyway, so uh, as of right now, I mean, nothing's super official, but as of right now, it seems as if Joe Biden has won the election and he'll be the next president. And so for some people... <laughs> That's great news. It's awesome news. They feel as if um, this this you know c- certain group of people feel as if that 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 Joe is a uh, you know a, a good candidate and stands up for people who are disenfranchised and things like that. And then the other the other side, the Trump supporters who um, liked Trump's policies and economic things and the way he ran. Certain things as a businessman, they're disappointed and and maybe a little bit scared of the future and things like that. And so, there's this kind of divide in the country, and it's a weird time. And it's tough. I don't really stand necessarily on either side. I I love America. I hope the best for it. Um, but recently, and 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 it's kind of probably hard to understand for some people. But in the pursuit of like, especially during this pandemic, in the pursuit of trying my best to figure out who Jesus really, really is, all that kind of stuff really has. <laughs> kind of slipped out the back. Kind of, yeah, gone yeah. out the door for me. But I, I did my due diligence with due diligence with Danielle. We sat down for a few hours on one night and decided all the candidates we wanted to vote for locally and and nationwide. And and anyways, so what I'm saying is, right now there's either rejoicing or there's an immense panic and fear, mm-hmm. and uh, you see it from these different sides. And some folks think the country's going to crap now and some folks think it's the best thing that ever happened and some folks 
think their businesses are going down and some folks think that this is going to be the best time of their lives and you know it's just this back and forth and yeah a lot of it's really polar opposites and and conspiracy theories flying everywhere and the thing about conspiracy theories is they're fun to think about because it's like a it's like a movie you know and some of it might be true you never know and and uh but the other thing is we oftentimes like have a hard time like not building out this like fear in our lives. And so, mm-hmm. so to lighten things up, because <laughs> uh, this morning at church, we just really declared peace over everybody, peace in our yep. hearts and in our communities and our nation that God has got everything under control. And, and whether we like the candidate or not, whether we love the candidate or not, uh, God intended that person to win. Yeah, God knows yeah. exactly what's happening. Yeah. He's, God is not surprised by anything. Yeah, And God's plan has this in it. And so uh, we just got to trust and believe and and uh, and be kingdom-minded more so than anything else. So, but anyways, there's my little speech for, for my reaction to all this election stuff. And uh, I know I'm not a politician or I'm not necessarily an expert on any of these topics but that there's my heart as a pastor that's where i i stand i like certain ideas and moral values of certain <laughs> candidates or parties or whatever uh, or platforms mm-hmm. and that's how i vote so let's go anywho so anyways so we're talking about fear a lot recently we are and tearing down fear you know faith over fear all this all this kind of stuff it was like the when the pandemic came out there's all those masks faith over fear you know and every like half the churches in america started a series called faith over fear and <laughs> that to be back so and uh, so we're doing a draft today uh just called biggest fears and so we're, we've come up with things that we think are really scary yep and uh we're gonna draft some them. goofy some serious yeah we'll see what happens and uh Vote for whichever is the most scary to you, I guess. Yeah, and you guys will just have to vote, and it'll be fun. So uh, we'll do uh, Rochambeau, uh, which is <laughs> rock, <laughs> I saw we did that, we messed up. Yeah, we'll do rock, paper, scissors. And uh, we'll figure it out from there. A burp. Sorry. Thanksgiving food Excuse coming you. up. Yeah. We plan a Friendsgiving early in the month, so I got a Friendsgiving this week, and then I get a week off, and the next, the week after that, I get Friendsgiving, and then I get the real Thanksgiving. And then oh, Thanksgiving. going to be so good. And then Christmas is right around the door, and you just get way more food then, Crimmins. too. Yeah, Crimmins? I got to start working out like, <laughs> twice a day, probably. All right, let's hit this. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dang it. Boom. Get I went laser. for the double skizzies, and I lost. Okay, most of mine are kind of funny. Like, I mean, they're real-life scenarios, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like stuff you see on TV. Let it rip. Um, okay, so my first... Like biggest fear, and I saw this on like a TV network, probably like Discovery Channel or something in Australia. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest fears as a kid was a snake in the toilet. Dude, it's that's, frightening. Yep, like you going to go to the bathroom and you open the like top. Yep. Thing and there's the just toilet, a- and there's a giant snake in your toilet. That's nope. frightening. Yep. Nope. Not me, boss. <laughs> I'm not going to the bathroom forever. Or just anything. That. There's a coiled up big old snake or there's like just a snake head popping out. Nope. No. Miss me you with that. You lost me there. That's frightening, mm. dude. Yeah. Snake in the toilet. And if we're being honest, a snake in any unexpected place is absolutely frightening. 
Just anyone. Yeah, but you're vulnerable going to the bathroom. Yeah, that's yeah, the in worst. The ba- in no. the bathroom or in the bathtub. I feel like that'd be scary too. Yeah. Cause, cause, Pull back the curtain and just bang. Yeah, because you have to figure, you have to get that thing out of there somehow. The toilet, I'll just duct just tape flush the toilet it and shut and just flush it every 15 minutes and just hope that, that over sucker gets the washed course out. of time it either drowns or gets washed out. But yeah. if it's in the tub, you got to get that thing out. Yeah, that checks out. All right, that's a no go for me. I saw I saw a video of there was this big like teddy bear, you know those like like uh, just giant ones from giant Costco. teddy bears, yeah. That was like a, a like a dirty one abandoned out on the street, and some dude noticed it was kind of moving, and he cut it open, and there was like twenty snakes inside that's of this disgusting this teddy bear. Yeah, it was frightening. <laughs> yeah, and there's other ones where I've seen like a hollow tree. Someone's like poking at the tree, and then boom, just a bunch just of snakes, snakes fall, fall out of it. Ooh, yeah, forget bro. that. Snakes are spooky, buddy. They're spooky. So snake in a toilet, that's my first pick. Okay, I'm going to go with waking up with spiders on you. Yeah, that's frightening. That's scary. Dude, I've never woken up so fast in my life. That happened to me like a few nights ago. For real? Yeah, it was just like one spider. It wasn't like spiders. But I randomly woke up and it was like on my... There's a spider on my arm and I, I haven't gotten out of bed that fast in my life. I hopped up. Forget that. And I'm not, like, during the day, I'm actually not scared of spiders. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't care at all. There's something about when you just are just waking up and you're still, like, cloudy-eyed and then, bam, spider on your arm. I'm wide awake. I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, no, not miss me with that. There was a... One time, I was living in a in the intern house, and there was a giant spider on my bed. Look, luckily, I hadn't gotten into bed yet, but it was ginormous. And yeah. I killed mm. it, and it was frightening, though, because I'm like, dude, what? Like, I could have been sleeping. There's, like, this gross stat. You have to look it up, what it actually is. Oh, it's, is. like, eight a year if you're going where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. swallow, like, eight, eight spiders, spiders a, year a year in your sleep. In your sleep. That's Swal- disgusting. Yeah, that's so gross. Swallowing eight spiders. Sorry, we're freaking everybody out right now, but. It's a fact. Look it up. Whatever it is. Yeah. No, I think it is eight or something. The average. Yeah, an average person. So that means like some people are swallowing thirty spiders. <laughs> yeah. Forget that. Oh man. All right. Pick to you. Okay. Um. Another big fear of mine is uh, rats in my house. Mm. Like multiple rats. Mice, I can deal with. Yeah. Actually, last year I had a mouse living in our house for like three months. Yeah, you're just like, hey, homie, you want to kick it with Left the boys? some cookies out for it every <laughs> once in a while. It was kind of cute. It was like this little chubby little mouse that just lived like behind our stove. And it wasn't like being gross or like being super destructive. It was just trying to eat some stuff. trying to live. So had a family good. to feed. But when we, finally, when we finally got it, it was when it like ate through a whole loaf of our bread. And I was like, okay, dude, you're done. Yeah, that cost us money, boss. Yeah, you've lived a good life. And then... Yeah. So, but rats, happy. mice are fine. Like they're not, they're, they're little not, wee gets. They're little wee things. They're not going to, they're not going to hurt you. Rats are disgusting, bro. Yeah. They're fat mm. and like beady eyed. Yeah, dude. And those little teeth that come out in the front like this. Uh, and they're just, their tails are long. And they're just disgusting. They're, 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 they're just menacing and they're like, t- they they terrorize everything. They just ruin yeah. everything. They chew through everything. Literally everything. Wires, wood, doesn't matter. And they make noise and they re- like fight each other and wrestle. It was a disgust. Mm-hmm. Last year we had uh, two rats in our attic. Luckily not in the house. I would just straight up left. <laughs> We're moving the Daniel. house down. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, there's two rats in our attic. Nope. And they were like they'd they'd like fight and wrestle and then they'd fall down the wall. Bruh. And then and then like, it was disgusting. They're squeaking at each other. Yeah. So gross. And uh, so I like plugged all these holes like on the outside of our house that went into the attic. So I kind of just trapped them in there and then I set some traps and those things were massive, dude. Like no their body, each of them was like this big. Yeah, you guys can't see this, but that's like eight inches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're massive, and uh, oh, it's just that's gross. disgusting. Yeah, so rats, like a rat-infested rat in house. house, would be a huge, yeah, a huge no-go, no-go for me. Yeah, that's frightening. I hate rodents. They're one of my biggest fears, actually. And turds was like just like, <laughs> yeah, just gross. Ah, just rats specifically. Okay, all the other rodents. I don't really squirrels care aren't really scary. Like other rodents. Yeah, squirrels and mice and like hamsters and things like that. The other one that's rats frightening are the... or possums though. Possums are frightening. Dude. They're like giant rats. Yeah. They're gross. <sighs> Anywho, so yeah, rats in the house. Okay. That's my second pick. I got a, I got a pretty funny one here. All right. <laughs> Mine's running out of toilet paper at a friend's house. Bro, that's That's literally the most like Yo, what do I do? That's up the ante. Running out of toilet paper at like a girl's house, like a love interest. Yeah, okay. That's way worse. Actually, yeah, that's my pick. Because if it happened with like you, I'd be like, hey, bro, help me out. Yeah, you text me, bro, you're out of toilet paper. Bro, you're out of toilet paper. Literally send it. Yeah. But if it's, yeah, no, you're right. (laughs) It's like that Dumb and Dumber scene where he like, where like, <laughs> where Lloyd like puts like laxatives in Harry's yep. coffee and then he goes, cause he like, like stole his girl and he goes over to the, to her house and then he's like in the bathroom and just is just letting her rip. Yeah. He's losing it just all over. And, uh, she's like, are you all right there? Yeah. I'm just yeah, shaving. Yeah, yeah. Just having a good time. <laughs> shaving. Uh, yeah. I didn't have time in the house. I just figured I'd bring it over here. But. Yeah, and then he's like trying to figure out how to how to f- deal with the situation. Well, because he clogged the toilet, that was the thing. So he's like, he had to figure out. I think your toilet's broken. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, not having toilet running out of toilet paper at like a love interest house. house. Yeah, nope. Or clogging the toilet at a love or interest clogging house. the toilet. Anything that happened that has to do with that kind of thing. Just put like bathroom accident at <laughs> yeah, love interest house. Yep, because <laughs> any of that would just be. Yeah, clogging the toilet. Oh, I'm putting the bathroom accident. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. That sucks too. That's a big fear. All right, that's arguably one of my worst fears in life. <laughs> that's a no go. Yeah, that's frightening. Um, uh, okay, another fear I have. I. I don't go as much as I would like to, but I'm a, I'm, I would call myself a recreational surfer. And, uh, one of the biggest fears that I have that I usually, I'm pretty good at zoning it out now, but for a long time, one of the biggest fears I had was sharks in the, in the ocean. Sharkies. Sharks in the, cause like in California, the water is not always super clear. Like sometimes it's, it's kind of kind of murky, yeah. murky and, and, uh, so you just don't know what's underneath you. Yeah, and just like having a great white shark just roll up on and you. And they actually get close to the shore here. Yeah. So it's kind of sketch. Yeah, that's a good one. 
I've never had like that insane fear of like sharks at the beach. But I never even think about them while we're swimming at the beach. Never even think about it. Yeah, surfing's different though. You're out there just sitting on a board. Nah. Yeah, just and you're out there far. Yeah, because you have to catch the waves yeah. out. So you're super just far. sitting there and where your you legs can't are touch dangling. Your legs are dangling. <clears throat> yeah, that's way more scary. With your toes down, just waiting for something to come snatch them. Yeah, forget that. Yeah, it's a little bit scary. Yeah. All right. Okay. Your pick. Um. I'm gonna get like with a real fear, that's like not as funny, but my I think my biggest fear of in my life is drowning. Yeah, that's that's scary. just that feeling of literally being fully helpless, like you're being sucked underwater, and if you breathe, you just die. Yeah, I've like I've definitely thought through that process a lot of times. <laughs> I think the scariest time I've actually ever had in the ocean was this past Fourth of July. Oh, for real? Yeah, dead serious. When everything was going crazy or whatever. So down way. in um, San Clemente, where we were at the beach in, uh, on 4th of July, I was with Brett, Danielle, her family, and then uh, a few of the boys. And uh, me, Big Sarge, and Jackson, if you guys know who they are, youth leaders at Echo, we went in the water. We were like, yeah, let's send it. I'm not joking you when the waves were six to eight, if not bigger. Yeah, yeah. And... We are like, oh, yeah, bro, we'll just go out there and, like, ride one in. Because we body surf pretty frequently. We're, we're avid swimmers, all of us. Uh, so we were like, let's, let's just send it. We literally sprinted out there and just dove in. And then the second we got there, the swell was, like, right at one after another. And we got sucked out by the first wave. And we were, like, halfway down the pier, it felt like. Mm-hmm. And then you'd turn around to swim in and just get hammered by another wave. And then pop back up out of breath because you just got hammered. And then get hammered by another yeah. wave. And it was actually kind of scary. The, the more scary part was, too, was when I came up, I didn't see any of the boys. Mm. Because we were all three together. And then all of a sudden, we were, like, super separated. I was like, yo, somebody's dead. <laughs> like, yeah, where, the, where are the homies? But the ocean. then I saw Matt popped up right next to me. And then Jackson was kind of far away. But he's a fine swimmer. So he hustled in. But. Yeah, the ocean is like weird. It's like the, it's like a fun it's place. It's kind of spooky, but it's also like to have that much power like over you. You can't control it. Like if you're if you're like, you can. It's it's like a rushing river. You can you can manipulate it in a way that it can um, lead you in the direction that you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you cannot fight the ocean. Like and you lose. No, you'll every lose that battle nine time. times out of ten. Yeah, that's scary. But to to the topic of drowning, um, mm-hmm. the thought that gets me is like, I'm sure that when you like know that you're about to like fully drown, pass out basically, because that's how it goes. It's not like you just die. Like yeah, you pass out and eventually <laughs> you pass you, out and then you die because you can't. Your body's trying start to breathe and you can't. Uh, but I imagine for that like last like five ten seconds, like you probably have never wanted anything more in your entire life than air. Yeah. You know, it's like, and then it's just like, you feel it close. Ugh. It's terrifying. Mm, yeah. Slow, painful, gross. All right. You want to just do one more or do you want to go more? I can go two more probably. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Two more. Um, I don't know if you have this on your list. I'm not going to pick it, but another one that goes really good with the drowning thing is getting burned alive. That That's, was not, that, I was debating between those two, but I okay. think I'd, 
I think drowning's worse. Drowning's for me. worse because yeah. you're more aware. I've heard that because of the smoke and the shock from like the once you get past like second degree burns, I've heard you just pass out. Like that's yeah. the theory is like you would just pass out like while being burned alive. I'm sure it would suck for for, for sure like to a, get to that point. A, a, to but, get to that point, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I've heard it's yeah drowning it's less excruciating than drowning. I've heard. Yeah, I just said like you said you're thinking about drowning the entire time. But it's like, how do they really know that? Like, it's yeah, like, have you been burned alive? Yeah, it's like they have tests. Uh, I don't know, but anyways. I don't know, but yeah, you're up still. Sketch. So. Oh, it's my pick. Um, Unless you picked burning alive. No. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick mountain lions on a hike. <laughs> Just because of that video. Yeah, dude, that's frightening. Yeah. Um. No, that's terrifying. Cause like bears, bears are scary, but like but they're actually more scared of humans than you think, though. Yeah, and I feel like in most scenarios, like they they have kind of like they have basically a a step process of what you do. How, with did, a, how to get rid of them? Yeah, with a black bear, a black bear is basically like a big raccoon. So like, you just get big, you act scary, yell at it a lot, and it'll usually get spooked and run away. Mm-hmm. A brown bear. They are not scavengers, so I've heard what you do is you pretend to be dead, and then they won't. Like, you'll probably still get mauled a little bit and pawed around and stuff, but they won't eat you. Yeah, they'll just toss you around. Yeah, on to the next. Yeah. Polar bears, you're done, skis. If you see a polar bear, good night. Say your prayers. Uh, But the thing about that they say about a cougar is if you see a cougar, that thing's been seeing you for a long time already. For a mile. Yeah, they've been hunting you. You're done at that point, mostly. There's a video circulating around on like Facebook and stuff. This dude, it's like a six minute long video of him like talking just a fender down. This thing. And it's just walking with him down this this trail and it like it'll like hiss at him and start pouncing at him and then he'll like yell at it and it'll stop and like just chased him for like six minutes. It was like the most frightening thing. And eventually yeah. he th- hit it with a rock and then it ran away. But Yeah, and it like left its babies for this. Yeah. Being on your own and seeing a cougar like close up, it's like mm. that's terrifying. Yeah, it's scary because that cat will rip you apart, dude. Yeah, dude. Okay, let's see. I'm gonna go with. Being like wandering alone. In abandoned places. Or like just dark big buildings, basically. Yeah, that's frightening. It's actually just... it's Most people it don't talk... It makes you uneasy. Yeah. Um, like even at my work... So I work in a warehouse. And I've had to get there at like six a few times to open up for people. And even just being there alone at six in the morning is just creepy. Yeah, most people don't like talk about like... Because it's a relatively common thing. Most people don't. I think this is a really good pick because most people don't talk about, but everybody feels it. The immense fear that overcomes you in those situations, and it seems irrational. Yeah. But like, I'm way more f- afraid of going in the church at night than I am going in the ocean on a surfboard. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, and, but yeah. there's a shark, and there's nothing in the church. It's just yeah. dark. <laughs> it's literally just dark, and, and you know that in the back here. You're like, this is the church. There's but nothing it's here. Frightening. Yeah. Brett and I were both maintenance men at South Coast at yeah, one yeah. point, and 
Actually, the most scared I've probably ever been was going in that church alone at six in the morning or yeah. or late at night, ten thirty at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. by yourself at ten nope. thirty at night. Miss no, me with I that. put on headphones because I would. I mean, nobody's there. I don't. It didn't matter. Yeah. So I would put on headphones and just blare music. So I didn't hear any creaking. I didn't hear anything. I'd turn on every light in the building. Yeah. I think because I worked there as maintenance like for like six months. Yeah. I don't know how I manage it, but I think for the six months I worked maintenance, I was never alone at night in that building. Yeah, I did all I could. The only time I was more alone in the morning when the yeah, women's yeah, group yeah, used yeah, to be yeah. there, CBS, on Wednesdays, I used to have to open every door for them an hour before they got there. And yeah. when it was in the time... At night, I feel like it's so... It's way worse. It's so much it's way more worse. frightening. Yeah, no, it's way worse. Because you don't know what's The worst outside. is when the par- in the parking lot lights turn off. Yes. I sprinted to my car one time. Yeah, yeah, I you, was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm you, out of here, bro. Don't, you don't know what's outside the church. You don't know what's in the church. You don't know... And it goes like that for any building. Like you go, yeah. We just say the church because it's massive. Our, yeah, our ma- campus is pretty big. Imagine like driving to Vegas, right? You're like on this <laughs> desert road, and there's like an abandoned. Let's let's build the scariest scenario possible. There's an abandoned like a sane asylum on like on your drive out there in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. Vegas. And going in desert. there by yourself at midnight. Yep, I'm a pass. Not doing it. No, <laughs> not even close. Yeah, that's right. That's a really, really, really good pick for number four. That's yeah, I'm surprised it kind of fell that far. Yeah, that's super good. I'm trying to think. I have one, but I don't know that it's that scary. Um. Do 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 do. I'm trying to think think of things that I've actually been really terrified of. Dang it, that was a really good one. I should have thought of that. Um, uh, I'm thinking about a lot of different things. Trying to <laughs> trying just to, think it out. Trying to figure it out. Um, all right, I think. Okay, so I've got a couple of things. I had stuck in an elevator was one. But mm-hmm. I'm actually think like I'd be chilling. When I was a kid, that was one of my biggest fears. Yeah. I think nowadays, like I don't really care. Like I know someone eventually is going to get like, me out. Whatever. I'll just take a nap in the elevator. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that that's that scary. An avalanche is another one I had written down. Avalanches are terrifying. Yeah. Like just seeing that coming at you, you're like, oh, about to get imagine buried, being buried in the snow like an avalanche, and you know, and no you literally just die of hypothermia because you can't yeah. get out. Um. Or getting like another one's like getting trapped in like a, a water cave. Like you know those mm, things and like the tide sw- comes in and you you're swim, stuck. Yeah, you swim under water and you try and swim through this tunnel and let's say you can't find a way out and you're stuck in this like but that's basically mm-hmm. drowning, so that's why I didn't pick that, but that's frightening too. And then I had one and now I just forgot it. Bruh. Uh what was it? Don't know. Oh, um, someone, uh, um, someone breaking into my house. That's a really good one. Um, so for whatever reason, uh, like a burglar would be scary, but I feel like that'd be the least scary scenario. 
Like if I had kids, because you someone, know why they're there, you just go in there and beat their cheeks. Yeah. So if like someone, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, that was just funny. Um, for all you maybe old folks that, or young folks that don't know what that means, Ben is just saying that I'd go beat him up. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> you're good. Um, but like. Like, let's say I had kids and someone, like, tried to break... Like, when I was a kid, I was always afraid someone was trying to, like, break through my window and, like, kidnap yes. me or something. Or, or like, the idea of, like, the purge, you know? People just busting in your house literally to kill you. Yeah. Like, that's frightening. Like, people... Mm. I mean, pass. push comes to shove, I'm going to get business done, you know what I mean? I got to do my thing. But also, like, I would just really prefer not. Like, that's pretty scary. Yeah. So. That's a good one. Especially when you're responsible for people. Yeah. Like if I was by myself, someone broke into the house, later, I'm out. Like yeah, I'm, I'm dipping out the window and yeah, bailing. <laughs> you won't even find me. You can have whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. Goodbye. You're not finding me ever. Yeah. You know? But if I'm like, if someone breaks into my house and I got a wife and kids. In and different like, rooms. And I have to figure out how to keep them safe while also like figuring out how to Disarm fight off situation. or end the situation or whatever. Yeah. Like that's frightening. Because at some point, you have to leave them. Yeah. That's the scariest part. You can't just wait for homie to walk in your room while you're huddled up with your family. That's not going to work out good for any of you. Yeah. So at some point, you got to put them in a spot, say, don't move. I'll be back. And then you don't actually know if you're going to be back or not. And go figure it out. Yeah, that's scary. So... Yeah, that's my pick. I could get super deep. One of my biggest... Actually, biggest fears. I'm not gonna write this down because it'd be too heavy on the poll. Okay. Um. So I wrote break. I wrote break in, and we're gonna stay with that. But one of my actual biggest fears is like Danielle getting kidnapped. Yeah, like taken. Yeah. Nope. And I like just and I just find out she got taken. The thing is, the scariest thing about it is there's no communication. You have no clue what happened. No just clue what they're the doing. The earth, yeah. No clue what they're like. Their plans are. No clue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, that's horrifying. It's the scariest thing I could think of is like trying to figure out how to connect on. Because then if you don't, you feel like you failed. Like if figuring out how to connect on a level like spiritually, mentally, I don't even know to be like, okay, where are you? You know what I mean? Like and mm-hmm. then get there and figure it out. That's frightening. Yeah. That's but I'm not going to put that on the pole because that's heavy. Super <laughs> yeah. Heavy. That's like <laughs> really scary. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go with... Yeah, hit us with a funny one. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, this is kind of funny. All right. You're camping, right? Okay. You get up... Uh, yeah, nighttime. I feel like most scary things happen at night. Okay. It's nighttime. You get up to go to the bathroom. Somebody just starts chasing you. That's horrifying. Getting, yeah, getting, getting chased, chased around a campground at night. Yeah, that's scary. Like someone dressed up in a clown suit or something, <laughs> dude. Honestly, anything. Yeah. If I'm if a homie starts chasing me, I'm, I'm out of here, bro. I'm Later. running home. Good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just scary to me. Like I've, there's a lot of things that like people like camping. I like camping, so to a certain extent, there's some frightening things that can happen while you're camping. Camping, and nobody yeah. talks about it. No. Like it's and, pushed under the rug. And as as like a younger teenager, like I didn't think about those things. Like. I I slept 
like there was one time we got we went like four wheeling like rock crawling in jeeps and we got to the place we decided that we were going to camp we got there at four in the morning mm. and so we laid down a tarp laid down our sleeping bags on the tarp put another tarp on top of that and just slept right yeah. there on the ground under the stars just good night just full in the sun, morning. yeah yeah thinking back to that what the actual crap dude yeah the like homies were just like yeah here's a good spot yeah that's frightening yeah no it is because just fully the, exposed to what, everything what, what puts it in perspective is two years ago danielle or two three years ago i guess oh i guess it was three years ago now a couple years ago something like that we danielle and i went on a camping trip with her family and we were in this like tiny little tent that was barely big enough to fit me and her and the Roxy in it. And so we had this air mattress in there too. And the air mattress was like bursting at the seams in terms <laughs> of like this like tent. And so you'd open the door to the tent and boom, mattress is right there. So you just have to like dive in basically. And so that's how tight it was. And one of the nights we were there, no joke, like as I'm sleeping, my head is touching the edge of the tent. Mm-hmm. And I had a bear come up. And sniff your head. And sniff my head. And growl at Roxy right next to my head. And that was probably the scariest thing ever that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And because I can't see anything. I don't know what's going on. I'm just yeah. laying there. That's frightening. Most people don't talk about that. And I legit was like, I don't know if I want to come back. I don't know if I want to go camping again. But we, we've gone every year and it's fine. But that was. But like, in the moment, that's horrifying. Yeah, it was scary, dude. But yeah, you have some psycho roll up in the middle of the start chasing you? Nope. Yeah. I'm out of here. Like when me and my buddies went to, because when we would go camping like that, like, mm-hmm. and we slept in the stars, you're not, it's not like a campground. Like you're just going, you're just in the woods. We're in the middle of nowhere, dude. Yeah. Like perched up against a lake that we found, just found a spot and there's like no, nobody's really there. And so you're just laying there. Imagine like, wake, like, like putting the fire out at night and then you just see like somebody like start go chasing, around, going hauling, around a tree, like, just like, like, Merking around your camp? Yeah, no, man. That's terrifying. Yep, that's scary. <laughs> All right. I that concludes that before I'm we spooked. don't sleep tonight. I'm absolutely spooked. Uh, so I put snake in a toilet, rats in a house, sharks while surfing, cougars in the wild, and a break in. Somebody breaking in. And uh, Ben put waking up to spiders, running out of toilet paper at a girl's house. <laughs> that's uh, a rub. Drowning. Um, abandoned buildings and chased by a stranger. I actually think you're gonna win this one. Yeah, I feel a, like you, my you got it's super scary, but so is yours. Mine's more like situational. I think yours is like has a hint Overall, of funny, and then like, everything is actually frightening. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. The people will decide this week. Yeah, this is great. Okay, so I'm up right now, 22 to 18. So we'll figure out what it is next week. Uh, don't forget to follow us, Echo Youth SCC on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BT Westerfield. And Ben is on Instagram at BenWalls89, I believe. Yep. Forklift Wizard is his the name. The Forklift Wizard. And, uh, yeah, so you'll find him there. Forklift certified in all. Yeah, and, I am, buddy. Uh, if you need anything moved, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so let us know about future draft ideas. Let us know if you've got any crazy fears and share them with us. Um, but... The moral of the story here, the reason we have this draft is because everyone is trying to find reasons to be really afraid. I should have drafted something like that, like Communist America or something like that. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but um, 
I, we as humans have a, a tendency to just be worrisome and get fearful and all this kind of stuff. And so mm -hmm. uh, this draft is kind of a little bit spooky, Bring but also light to it, build mm -hmm. some light to the the scenario. Where like, Hey, we, we can choose to not be frightened and afraid of everything. Even if there is some potential legitimate stuff behind it. Yeah. 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 And, and it's not like, it's not like the, the, it's not like the, the pursuit of righteousness and the pursuit of the opposite of the, the, the scary stuff is bad. I don't think it's bad at all. I think it's how we should be. But then if the fear grips us, that's when, that's when it goes wrong. So that checks out. So anyways, that's the moral of the story. That's why we did this drafts. Hope, hopefully you had fun. Remember to um, be have your time with Jesus this week with no agenda. Go in it with no preconceived ideas of what he's going to do and see what he does in your life. Yep. And uh, see the blessings that you start to notice. So we love you. We appreciate you. You're awesome. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And cue the outro.